the doctrine of the Trinity emerged as theologians of the early church tried to reconcile the revelation of God in Jesus Christ with the conviction of the unity of God that dominates the Old Testament. The books of the Old Testament are practically unanimous in the determination that the God of Israel is, sometimes despite appearances, the Lord Almighty of the heavens and the earth. Three ways of talking about the activity of God emerge. One is wisdom, especially in Proverbs. A second is word, particularly in the Psalms. A third is spirit, for example, in Ezekiel or at the beginning of Genesis. These three denominations of God may be seen as embryonic members of the Trinity. The early church theologians found disclosures of the Trinity elsewhere, particularly in the appearance of three men to Abraham by the Oaks of Mamre in Genesis 18. The mystic Julian of Norwich anticipated later debates with her mesmerizing declaration in the 14th century that God is as much mother as father. Here's a setting of her famous words by William Matthias.
In the New Testament, the reality of Jesus as equal with God pushes at the boundaries of the Jewish insistence on the singularity and the unity of God. For example, in the fourth gospel, Jesus says, I and the Father are one. Later, Jesus says to the disciples, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth. These are clear statements that the different aspects of the one God are becoming more distinct. The best known reference comes in Jesus' closing words in Matthew's Gospel. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. But there are many other implicit references, for example at Jesus' baptism, where the Father speaks from the cloud and the Spirit descends as a dove upon the Son. Here's Will Todd's hymn to the Trinity.
The best-known hymn for the Trinity is Reginald Heber's Holy, Holy, Holy. What makes it so resonant is the concatenation of threes, saints, cherubim, and seraphim, wert, art, and evermore shall be, power, love, and purity, and ultimately earth and sky and sea. The words were written by Reginald Heber, Bishop of Calcutta. Heber died tragically in 1826, only three years after his appointment, after preaching to thousands and plunging into a cold bath, most probably of the shock of cold water in sweltering conditions. Here's a setting of his greatest hymn by Mark Hayes. <laughs> 